Ultras. Here we go. She Runs Ultras episode 52. And this marks the first episode in a new series that I'm going to call Running Thoughts. Now, I don't know about you, but I do some of my best thinking while I'm out on a run. And for a while now, I'd probably say like the last four years, I've had this note on my iPhone titled Running Thoughts hence where I got the name. (laughs) And it contains basically all of the musings of my brain while I'm out on a run. Everything from reminders to buy more socks to why your worth as a runner isn't tied to your pace, right? So just all of the things that cross my brain while I'm running. So I've decided to sort of dig through the archives of this note and share some of my running thoughts as well as thoughts that I have in real time while out on my runs. And today, while I was out on my run, I had a running thought that I just so happened to want to share with you. So typically, I check the weather every night before I go to bed just to, you know, sort of see what's going to happen the following day so that I can plan my wardrobe accordingly. One of my worst nightmares is not having the right clothes, too hot, too cold, you know, not prepared for the elements. Um, I blame my overly preparedness focused parents for this. <laughs> and by blame, I mean in a good way. Like I'm just, I'm one of those people that constantly has everything I need with me so that I basically never have to go without, which is why I'm such a chronic overpacker. But this was not the point, <laughs> not the point of this running thought. So Yesterday, I was traveling to and from my mom's house and I got back sort of late and just was tired and didn't check the weather like I normally do. So I fell out of my normal routine, got up this morning. And when I took the dogs out at 545 in the morning, it was snowing. I had no idea it was going to (laughs) snow because I didn't check the weather. It wasn't it wasn't snowing hard, but it was just a real steady stream of tiny flakes. So I got all dressed for snow, put on my yak tracks, uh, and happily went out for a run in the snow. But I got halfway through and almost instantly, like a light switch flicked, the idyllic snow sort of changed right over to rain. And it wasn't a real big deal in the grand scheme of things, but just not what I had originally signed up for because I love running in the snow, especially first thing in the morning. It's quite literally one of my favorite things. It's quiet. All you hear is the snow falling, your feet crunching. Sometimes I think there's like nothing better. But the snow-rain combo was damp and cold, which are two things that I absolutely hate. (laughs) But I didn't really have any other choice, um, so I had to just grin and bear it all the way home. So being out there and having this shift in the weather kind of on the fly got me thinking about fair weather runners. So this is the thought that was running through my head all the way back home, like on the back half of my run. And it definitely kept my brain busy (laughs) instead of me thinking about how damp and cold I was. So here in the Northeast, we don't really have the luxury of being fair weather runners. Um, I mean, I guess I, you could technically do it, but the total number of days that you got out to run would be severely limited if you only ran when it was nice. Um, 
And it got me also thinking, so here you're going to start to like see the thread, like how I jump from one thing to the next to the next. Maybe you guys can relate to this. Maybe not. Who knows? I just thought it would be interesting. I recently worked with an athlete that lives in Boulder, Colorado, who is a self-proclaimed fair weather runner. It was one of the very first things that she told me straight out of the gate when we started working together. And it was a big deal for her to actively choose to go out when the weather conditions weren't great. Um, We worked on it for a long time, um, a little bit at a time, just like 10 minutes. And then she would build up from there to the point where, you know, by the, by the time we, um, her race day came, she was fine going out for her run, regardless of what the weather was doing, raining, snowing, whatever, right? She mostly gets nice weather up there in Boulder, but (laughs) it's not out of the question for something, um, adverse to be happening. So she's not the only fair weather runner that I've worked with, and I know that many of you out there might also be in this same boat, and I totally get it, because even though I'm talking about enjoying running in the snow, there are plenty of times that I really do not want to go out there. (laughs) Um, I did a post recently, I think it was in my stories, all about how I got up late, it I think it actually was raining or it might just have been really, really cold and I didn't want to go. And yet I still put on all my stuff. I went down. The the video was like a time lapse of me doing my shakedown in the entryway to the back door of our house. Like I was all dressed, ready to go. And while I was doing the shakedown, I was talking myself into going because I just did not want to go out there. So just all of that to say that I get it. Like there are plenty of times I don't want to go. But over the years, I've learned that I become a stronger and more resilient runner when I push myself even just that little bit to go out and get out there, even if it's just for 10 minutes, right? So I wanted to give you some running thoughts some things for you to toss around in your head the next time you're scheduled to run and the weather isn't to your liking. So here are some reasons, just like three real basic reasons why you should run when the weather sucks, all right? So the first one is to test out your gear, right? Kind of seems, all of these are gonna be like really simple, but I think that it's helpful to have these things to remind you of why it's good to do it, right? First one is to test out your gear. Do you have the right stuff to be out in various conditions? If not, right, what do you need in order to not only be more comfortable, but also safe? And this is a big one. We we need to learn where the holes are in our gear, <laughs> literally and figuratively, because you're not, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You're not going to want to go out there if you don't have the right clothes and vice versa, right? If you can't be comfortable in the sense that you are protecting your body and keeping yourself safe, like not overheating, but also not freezing yourself to death. Like we need to have the right amount of gear. So going out, even when the weather sucks, even just for like 10 minutes to test out your gear and slowly over time, you can start to extend that period of time. You'll know, Hey, like I have this windbreaker that's technically not a raincoat, but sometimes I use it like a raincoat, but I can only do that for really light misty conditions. 
I know that because I've tested it out. And if it's really going to rain, then I have to wear my super heavy duty seam sealed rain jacket. Like that's what I need in order to be safe. And I had to learn this by just going out there and testing it, right? So testing your gear is a big part of being comfortable and safe. And especially when you start to increase your distance. So the second one is to learn to overcome adversity. Now, This is a real theme in ultra running, but I believe that we should all be sort of, I use this phrase microdosing. Um, We should all be microdosing ourselves when it comes to experiences of adversity. Start out small and build from there. It's the same thing we've been talking about this whole time. Start out small, go out for five minutes when the weather sucks and build from there. You might not love it. I'm not saying that you're going to love it, but you'll start to build up a tolerance to it over time. It's kind of that whole uh, learn to get comfortable being uncomfortable catchphrase that we've all heard or said or read a thousand times. And it's super cliche, but it is also spot on, literally. Like we have to learn to get comfortable in what we might have previously or still currently deem an uncomfortable situation. And this is especially important if you plan to take on races of increasing distance, you know, an ultra, something different if you're switching from road to trail, if you're going to do something that has a lot of elevation or in a place that you've never been to before. Like we have to start microdosing or exposing ourselves to different environments and experiences of adversity in order to start to feel more comfortable and confident when race day comes really because this is all like leading up to race day right and then the last one I think is really important is that running when the weather sucks teaches you what your thresholds are and I don't mean heart rate thresholds (laughs) I mean just your personal tolerance levels so how hot can it be before you start to overheat how cold can it get before you need that extra layer etc etc like how long can you go without water? Not that I want you to be testing that, but there are probably times where you're going to have a long stretch of a run where you don't drink and you're going to think to yourself, next time I really need to remember that I shouldn't go that long without fluids. Same thing for food. Like we just have to know what our thresholds are in order to know how to keep ourselves safe, right? If you only run when it's nice, you're never going to learn these things. Okay. So Keep those three things in mind. It's an opportunity to test your gear, to learn how to overcome adversity. It teaches you what your thresholds are. And again, this is all under the guise of becoming a stronger and more resilient runner and testing out um, what you need to do, like the next steps that you need to take in order to keep moving forward. So again, just to like recap this whole thing, if you only run when it's nice, You're not going to have the opportunity to learn any of this stuff. And when a super long training run or your race day comes around, you're more likely to be nervous, scared, uncomfortable about what to do in any conditions, right? What to wear, how hard to push, what to eat or drink. And that's because you haven't practiced. So again, I, this is a theme, this is a very, a very recurring theme of this podcast, like practice, practice, practice. And, um, 
again, this is just going to demonstrate like where my brain goes when I run. Um, I think it's like when you're at the beach and you want to go in the water, right? So in an effort to try to keep myself warm on the back half of my run, I was thinking about the beach and warm thoughts. So when you want to go in the water at the beach, you don't just start at the breakers, like in the big waves. You walk in from the beach, gradually getting deeper and deeper learning how strong the pull of the tide is, whether or not not there's a riptide, um, how to handle the waves that are crashing around you. Like you start to get acclimated to what's going on. And if you are a fair weather runner, there's a distinct possibility that when race day comes, you'll be unprepared for what you're going to face if you only go when it's nice. You haven't slowly acclimated yourself to the waves, so to speak, of what you're going to face. So the best way to, you know, achieve those goals, to go farther, faster, stronger, become that resilient runner that always achieves the goals that you put in front of yourself is to transition from being a fair weather runner into like an all weather runner, right? All days, all temperatures, all conditions, all of it. Because again, you never know what you're going to face on race day. Okay, you guys, that does it for this first Running Thoughts episode. Drop me an email or a DM and let me know what you think. For now, enjoy the speech and I'll see you all soon. Bye.